The long and winding road leads us here to the doorstep of the postseason. One win, a little bit of help away from ending 17 seasons of misery. Allen steps up. Jumps over the defenders to pick up the first. Now, how many quarterbacks have you ever seen hurdle anyone? He throws. Fight on, my men, Sir Andrew said. A little I'm hurt, but not yet slain. I'll just lie down and bleed a while. Then I'll rise and fight again. And that, you all know, is the famous quote by Marv Levy. Something that we've all got to be, regardless of us being five and two. My name's Matt, Alex is here, and this is episode number 30 of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast. Alex, how you doing? Uh, what the hell happened? Well, to me, it was, uh, well, not to me, to everyone else, it was um, it was Josh Allen's fault. It was Josh Allen's fault that the defence let over 200 yards um, rushing. It was the defence's fault that we've conceded 31 points. Or, sorry, Josh Allen's fault that we conceded 31 points. Everything comes back to Josh Allen. Oh, Singletary fumbled. It's Josh Allen's fault, even though it was a perfect pass. I mean, how many more times are we going to blame Josh Allen for everything? I mean, I can't understand why we keep blaming him. It's not always down to him. You can't put him on every single position and say, yes, it's his fault. Now... Probably some of you have actually seen, well, my, well, would you call it a rant, bit of banter, I don't know, on the um Argument, on the group. Uh, a fight, a uh, dumpster no. fire, uh, a constructive, um, a constructive chat, let's call it that. It was so destructive that people started leaving the group. <laughs> I know, but. I mean, how I still don't know how, regardless of everything, you can call Josh Allen a, in inverted commas, a shitty quarterback. I mean, yes, his he hasn't thrown for 300 yards a game. But to be honest, if the, if the offense is actually working in the games we've won, yes, okay, they're against, it was against the Jets, it was against the Bengals, it was against the Dolphins. It's against the Giants, teams that we're expected to beat. But we had a complete offense on there where it wasn't just throwing. It was rushing as well, and we did have a defense. But you're getting two games against teams where, well, Patriots, we were lucky to only go out with six. We did well on defense. Josh Allen played well, obviously, apart from the interceptions. But some of them, I say, I say you can't blame on him. But... I just don't understand why everyone is bloody blaming him. Just get off his freaking back. He's young. He makes mistakes. He's in his second year. Yes, there's no excuse for it. But he's only had one full season now. He's secured one full season after missing a handful of games. Now, I would put it either down to maybe the offensive play calling. I've seen, a, I've seen an article from Sean McDermott saying... 
that the balls was up all last night, actually trying to figure out what's happening, saying that they need to work on their play calling. Maybe that's the case. You've had Singletary and Gore having 12 runs, 12 rushes in the whole game between them for, what, 65 yards. I mean, Josh Allen in eight got over 40 yards. They abandoned the game. They couldn't play how they wanted to play. And even then, the drops, you can't put it on Allen all the time. So what if he's got velocity? They practice with what you, what are those um, the equipment they use when they push the ball through the uh, yeah. The what no, you I, I mean, I don't know what that's called. I, I I would know what if it's called if we weren't recording this at eleven o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I know what but, you mean. Yeah, the but they practice with that all the time, and how many times do they drop it there? Probably none. You see, you see them when they're doing one-handed catches. Too. Catch it when they've got two balls in their hand coming at that pace. And yet you're thinking, because Josh Allen throws it at that pace, oh, it's a bad throw by Josh Allen. He shouldn't have thrown it there. But I've come across some stats. I mean, look at the last Oh, my God, you're going to use stats. I'm going to use stats. I've taken a leaf out of your book, not just with the rant, (laughs) but with the stats. Do it. It, It's the last three games. I'm comparing it against all the... um, 2018 quarterbacks that were selected. I'm going to exclude Josh Rosen because you don't need to because he's just bad. Yeah, don't need to include him. So I'll start with Baker Mayfield. Last three games for Baker Mayfield, he had a 53.1 passer rating, two pass touchdowns, one rush touchdown, six interceptions. Through in those three games, four 543 yards. Jackson, Lamar Jackson, 69 pass rating, one pass touchdown, two rush, three interception, thrown for 540 yards in those three games. Darnold, he's actually um, a 58 passer rating, four pass touchdowns, eight interceptions. He's the one that's thrown the most with 642. Now, can you guess Josh Allen's? Uh, I, I shouldn't do that because I, I actually know what it is. So, Well, I'll put it out there. I'll Spoiler put... alert, they're better than everyone else's. <laughs> He's a 95.8 passer rating, six pass t- passing touchdowns, no rushing, one inception. He's actually thrown for 590 yards in the last three games, and that includes a couple of under 100, under 200-yard games. Now, to me... What would you rather have? Someone like Baker Mayfield playing where you're going to get your 300s, but you're going to get games where he's going to be throwing interceptions all the time? Or Darnold, who's throwing to ghosts? <laughs> or you're going to have Allen. Yes, there will be times where, like his passer rating was 47%. But you know he's going to be able to move the ball. He's now becoming a little bit more careful. Since the New England game with the turnovers, which one would you have? Me, I'd have Josh Allen. I don't know how you how you feel with what one of those four you would have actually taken. Do you guys did you guys get the TV show The Facts of Life over here? Don't know. Okay. Probably we did. The chorus to the theme song of the TV show The Facts of Life, starring Ellen Thicke and Gloria Loring. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have 
the facts of life, the facts of life. Uh, you're going to run into a lot of stats that absolutely contradict each other. You look at what you just quoted, right? Josh yep. Allen's better than everybody else in from the draft class right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at a pro football focus EPA completion percentage over expected composite rankings, and Josh is no better than only four other quarterbacks. One of them, which isn't even two of them, which are have been benched uh, in Mariota and Cam Newton, the other ones being Darnold and Mayfield. Um, this ranking has Lamar Jackson right in the middle of the pack with Jacoby Brissett. <clears throat> Um, so it's just, it, it, for <laughs> as much as I, I sit on stats and I look at them to try and explain what happened, I think this game is a really good game to be able to just focus on what happened during the game. Mm. After our 85 yard touchdown, the Singletary play, the Singletary touchdown in the third quarter, our next drives are six yards, punt, 14 yards. Turnover on yep. downs, zero yards, punt, negative two yards, punt, six yards, turnover on downs. Uh, okay. whose who's, who's fault is that? To be honest, well, people are going to say Josh Allen, but you're looking at the O-line. You've got to look at the O-line on that because they've been getting, they've been allowing pressure to come through. And if they're, and if what? One person in the chat said that they ran very well. I wouldn't call 12 attempts for it. It was actually 53 yards as running very well. That offensive line did not open up the holes there. And they also didn't protect Josh Allen. That's why I'm actually trying to say it shouldn't be all put on Josh Allen. As much as people want to have a scapegoat, you've got to look at other players. You've got to look at that offensive line. Quinton Spain's not had the best season so far. And everyone was, including me, I will admit, I think he was actually um, a good signing. He would have done well. But he's not played very well. We've had the rotation at right tackle. My God, I flipping hate that. Play someone at that position. But the worst thing is, is that they said that they've adapted and they made changes to counter what the Eagles were doing, but they were doing the same play over and over again, getting over 200 yards, and we couldn't even stop a bloody screen game. They were getting a lot from that. But everyone would then focus on Josh Allen. Oh, Josh Allen fumbled twice. First one, it was a good play by defense. They broke through our O-line, not protecting him, managed to get hit Josh on the arm as he was about to release the ball. He fumbled. The second one, yes, I know people hate him doing design quarterback runs, but the ball was punched out of his hand. If that was a Bill doing it to, say, Tom Brady, you're going to say, oh, that's a great defensive play. We got that turnover. But no, because it was Josh Allen, oh, he fumbled. Yes, that's bad. Now look at what they've done. They've gone and scored. It's those sorts of things that are starting to frustrate me so much. Give the guys some time. I think your dog agrees with me. Or he must be angry with me. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell. Was that, was that him agreeing with me or not agreeing with me? 
<laughs> okay, yeah. Nope, that was me. I had to leave and uh, get her. You know, I don't know what that dog is barking at at 11 o'clock at night. Nothing's going on outside. Okay, anyway. Um, Mailman's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird and creepy. Thanks. I can't sleep tonight now. Um, <laughs> let me... Uh, I didn't get where you left off, but uh, I, I got I got some stats here um, from one of my favorite spots. Uh, Cover One retweeted this. Uh, if, I'll, I'll retweet it too, and you can retweet it on the on the UK Bills Twitter. Uh, Josh Allen's 2018 um, percentages across a full season, based off what he did versus what he's on pace to do now. He has improved every facet of his game. But I think uh, the number one thing that I thought of when you were going off was that it's great to be able to blame the quarterback. I think it's a good thing. And let me tell you why, after I clear my throat. (laughs) Uh, When have we ever had a quarterback that we... I mean... We've always had a bad quarterback, but like I feel like now, instead of like, oh, this guy sucks, it's disappointment that he's not better. And those two things are different because when it's Fitzpatrick, it's like, oh, yeah, Fitz blew it again. Or when it's Trent Edwards, it's, oh, he checks down again. Now I feel like we have a quarterback that we have hope in. And when he doesn't rise up, it's not, oh, he sucks. It's, oh, I wish, I thought he was going to do it and he didn't. Yeah. And I think that's where we're at now. We all want Josh Allen to succeed. We all want him to be our franchise quarterback. And I think um, we are, how many years since Jim Kelly? 24. 23 years. Um, I think we're all just a little impatient for our next franchise quarterback. So we're we're hitting the fast forward button a little bit, and we need to slow it down. We need mm. to pump the brakes. We need to yeah. take the good with the bad because he's going to show you that he's young still, but he's also going to show you that he's improving. Yeah. You just have to be willing to see it. And I think people aren't really focusing on the right things. Uh, I believe that Bills yeah. fans are overly emotional, and they're, um, you know, well, they have a right to be. Yeah, everyone. I mean, it, it's great that there's enough love for this team. I'm pretty sure everyone in Los Angeles doesn't give a shit about how bad Jared Goff looks, except mm. for yesterday because he was just throwing it to to Cooper Cup, whom I might add we could have had instead of Zay Jones. Uh, and you were even meh on Cooper Cup, but I, you know, you should change your mind. Cooper Cup is really yeah. good at footballing. One game, it's one game. No, no, it's if not. He, it's been all season. Can... It was all last year. I, I will, I will uh, die on a Cooper Cup hill. He is uh, one of the emerging all-star talents in this game. Okay, if he can, if he can, if he can put up a hundred yards or hundred twenty yards per game for the rest of the season. Then yeah, I will change my mind on that. But all right, I do me a favor and go back and look at last year's stats before he got hurt and project him over sixteen games. Um, anyway, yeah, with but Josh, yeah. um, in the Bills as a whole, um, what was our record last year? 
I mean, I, I'm not asking because I don't know, but like, what was our record last year rhetorically, and what's our record right now? Five it's, and two this um, year. Uh, it's not a miracle because we've played bad teams, but isn't it still great? Yeah, I mean, so in in with how bad we were last year, you got to understand that you can't fix a team like that overnight. We've had a yeah. really easy schedule, which is probably great for confidence. And then when you play confident, mm. you play better. So we maybe didn't see that yesterday, but I believe in this coaching staff. They said all the right things today. Um, and I, I, the most important thing is I want to see – I mean, I just – I'm not – I don't want to make excuses, but the weather excuse is there because Carson Wentz – didn't chuck it against us either, you know? Both quarterbacks yeah. were under 180 yards passing, you know? Uh, Carson Wentz's longest pass was 38, and that was on a screen pass. Josh's was on 28, and I think that was also, like, you know, on uh, yards after the catch. Yeah, so, Singletary for the touchdown. Exactly, yeah. So there and... was nothing that I think we could have done due to the situation. Yeah, um, and... You could you could tell how the I'm not I don't really want to make the excuse for the for the wind and all that because you adapt the game by doing the short unders but obviously the field goal at the end of the second half or in the second quarter from Hauschka which fell short yeah it just Alan goes to show long, how crazy it was there and Alan with the long ball he I think he would have hit Foster in his stride. But you could clearly see how that wind held it up and dropped it short. Luckily, yeah. It fell I mean, we're complaining the... all year about Josh overthrowing guys, and yesterday he underthrew someone. That's because of the weather. Uh, so, yeah, the, if if the game plan dictates, do we should have looked like the Eagles? You know, short stuff, fast crossing stuff, jet sweeps. Um, if they were taking that away. And that means the middle of the field would have been open. Yeah. So, so what happened there? You know, um, I'm putting this on Brian Dable first because the only reason why the defense uh, was getting gashed was because they were, I believe, they were on the field too long. Um, yeah. I mean, you look at Jordan Howard's yards per carry. Um, under four and a half, I think it was like four point three. Uh, that's like that. where you want it to be against a good running team. And what Jordan Howard has done the last few games is great. Twenty three attempts, ninety six yards, for in a touchdown. That's a good game. That's not a game breaker. The 4. reason 2. why the Eagles' rushing stats were so inflated was because of Miles Sanders' sixty five yard run. If that run doesn't happen then it doesn't look as bad as it could. Yeah. Um, so. It's hard. The, the, it's just, it's it's hard because I, I don't want to let a loss for a 5-2 and two team derail me from believing in these guys. Exactly. I mean, you've got. The next three games, you've got Washington, you've got Cleveland, you've got Dolphins, both in, well, if you're going to try and change the game plan, they're all lower. I think they're in the bottom bottom quarter for rushing. You've also got the 
the Redskins and the Dolphins, we know what we can get with the Dolphins. Hopefully Josh will learn a bit more. But the Redskins, the secondary is as not as bad as the Dolphins, but you're still looking... I would be happy for Josh to get 250. I wouldn't. I don't even care Eagles about. He's had three. the fourth worst rush pa- passing defense, so I I don't think it matters at all who we're playing against. Right now, our passing offense needs to get out of its own way. Yeah. We need to have the right plays. We need to set up plays. We need to work on play action better. We need to get Singletary on the edges more. Um. Look, uh, based on the stats, this passing offense is subpar, and that needs to get fixed. And I think that realizing what we did against the Dolphins and what happened yesterday, we don't have a gimme game the rest of the season. I think that the Skins game will probably be within two touchdowns. The Miami game again will be within two touchdowns. We're probably going to play it close every week going forward. Because this offense, I don't think, is going to figure it out. We're not going to be able to blow guys away. We're not putting up 30 on offense. You know, the Miami game, we got to 30 because of defense and special teams. So, I mean, we're at a place now where we have a shot to make the playoffs. And it's going to be because of the schedule. So I think that that allows us to... Uh, be ha- be happy, but still cautious because it, it, it's like the playoff appearance t- uh, two years ago. We know that was a one and done, right? Yeah. It was. What first. is this? If we make the playoffs, or if we do ten and six and still don't make it, but the AFC is complete shit, we still have the fifth best plus minus in terms of points in the AFC. So we're still doing something right. The fifth best team in the AFC, which is yeah. a playoff spot. So regardless of what it looks like, we are the fifth best team in the AFC. So it's not the end of the world. But yeah. if we make the playoffs this year, and then the, once we have the schedule exactly hammered out for next year, um, I mean, do we feel like we're building something, or do we feel like we're lucky? To be honest, I'm going to say it's building something. I mean, yes, the play calling at times. You, you, I was yeah yesterday actually um ripped my hair out. I'm starting to go grey with the bloody play calling in the last couple of years. But I think I think as what I've said, I think I tweeted it in a response to someone um today. When McDermott came in, he spent the first two and a bit years working on the defence, trying to get that to where he wants it to be. Yes, we are going to need a um, another run-stuffing defensive tackle. I don't think Star. I think, yes, Star's been invisible on the stat sheet, but what he's brought in to do, he hasn't done that very well, and you can see how missed Harrison Phillips is. Since Harrison Phillips has been part of IR, the rush defense has got worse. Yeah, Star Lutulele needs to figure his shit out. But McDermott spent two and a bit years working on that defense, trying to get that how it is, and now he's starting on the offense. He's now started this year on the offense. Next year, he'll, start on, he'll carry on with the offense, getting it how he wants Obviously, with 
hopefully De Ball's influence and how he wants to play. I think they're still trying to create that identity on the offense. We don't know at the moment whether they're just going to be straight out pass, pass, pass. Well, we may put in a few runs here, or if they're going to try and go for a 65-35 in favour of pass over um, over rushing. I think it's hard to determine where we're going to be at the moment until we at least get another year of the offence. If we make the playoffs this year, with the cap space we have, with the draft picks that we can package up and move around and get those weapons where needed, then at the end of next season is where you decide and find out if we are always going to be a one and done for a playoff team or if we are then at that point where we're going to be a perennial or hopefully a perennial playoff team. That's my thinking. That's how I'm looking at it. The fact they spent that time focused on defence first. The offence has been playing what you've, what you've had. This year, they've started spending a lot more on the offence, trying to get the pieces together. It's not the finished article. We know that. Everyone knows that it's not a finished article. Because we've obviously got people tr- talking about trading for Melvin Gordon, for oh. AJ Green, for Robbie Anderson, stuff, and others. I think there were a couple of defensive players who are going to be free agents at the end of the year. Why would you give up? picks for that when you can just put the money you've got when we've got 90 million in cap space to then use it there to try and get those players I can't understand giving up if they're they're to win and they get AJ Green he plays out do you think he's going to play stay again for next year no he may not he may think that he's now proved himself and someone else may snap him up if he doesn't want to um, doesn't want to stay then that puts you back without a draft pick because you're looking to get, you probably, if the Bengals ever did trade him, you're looking at either a second or a third and one other pick for him. You'll lose two picks for him, for him to be there for what? 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, for pretty much potentially 10, 11 games, then he's gone. So you're wasting picks for a guy that you may not have for more than 11, 12 games. But, <laughs> I mean, what do we know? I mean, I've posted it on there and I might I might even tweet it out, put it on Facebook and put it out to, to all the listeners and all the followers. You be the general manager for this off-season. If you think be the general manager of the trade deadline, you know, like how we're five and two, and it's silly to say how would you fix this team, but what would you add? What position? What hmm. player? What do you think gets? What do you think? What roster move gets us to beat the Eagles? Yeah. You know, what did we need yesterday to beat these? Oh, damn it. That stupid time change. I missed the start of the Sabres game, and we already scored a goal. <laughs> I need the Sabres to win tonight to feel much, much better about how things are going right now. And it's isn't that sad? We're 5-2, and two and we're all miserable. 
It's I don't know. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm not how, how do I'm you go mission. from how bad the Bills were last year to expecting us to be six and one? You know, it's crazy. It's like, is this entitlement or is this just like, oh my God, we're finally good. I just want to really, really, really be good. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, I just have a feeling like if we have been better, if we had been better over the last fifteen years, I bet you we take that loss and we're like, yeah, we lost to the better team. But now it's like, hey, we're finally good. Oh my god, we must win every game. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not miserable. I'm not upset. If you would give if you had told me, I think I think when if we went back to the season preview, I think I had us at like I think I had us at five and two at this point. I've got Yeah, I'm pretty sure preseason we both had us losing to the Eagles, yeah. So if you But then as me- soon as the Eagles beat Got crushed by the Cowboys. I'm sure we all picked them to beat yeah. the Eagles. But you just, you... I think the most important thing to understand right now is that this offense has limitations, and the defense most weeks will probably keep us in it. Look, the game was 17-13. We were in this game. The defense kept us in this game, and the offense completely abandoned the defense. And that's going to happen sometimes because... We're still trying to figure it out off on offense, so um, mm. I'm 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 in I'm in. It, it, we'll we'll be fine mode, especially because of the schedule. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. Let's take it easy. Yeah, I mean, if you had offered me, if you had said to me, Matt, come week nine, the Bills are gonna be five and two. I would I would literally chop off all your limbs. Ah. Or chop full my limbs and say, "Yeah, take him." I would be happy with that. I mean, yeah. and then let's say you well, look, we're, we're probably going to be seven and three. I'm like, I'll even take a loss to the Browns. We're going to be seven and three. We could be seven and three. We could even be nine we and two. Be, yeah, exactly. It could. Just, we're going to be. We're either going to be seven and three or eight and two. And uh, there's so much talk about how bad we are right now. And uh, yeah, and and, and, and honestly. I Statistically, advanced statistics show that we are bad, but who cares? We have already won five games, and we're probably going to have seven. Uh, And it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Let's just take it for what it is. I know. I mean... Because if we get into the playoffs, all you got, anything can happen when you're in. Yeah. I mean, look look at Houston. They're projecting... That will potentially face Houston. They've lost JJ Watt now. Mm-hmm. They've lost him for the season. They yes. couldn't even put away Oakland. Yeah. Yes, they've got Deshaun Watson, who's having a stellar, stellar campaign. Really they've good. got they've got DeAndre Hopkins. But but that's all they have. Yeah. Now JJ Watt's out. Who have they really got, especially on defense, that's going to scare you? No one to scare you, no. Especially when they got rid of Clowney. So you know, uh, there's 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 only two teams in the AFC that I'm scared of, and that's the Chiefs and the Patriots. Mm. So the rest of the AFC, we match. I'm not gonna say we match up favorably, but we match up um, uh, with a chance. So exactly. you know, you just we just, we just got to take that. Um, we have. Uh, so we have the fact that Josh Allen is getting better, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yes, the fumble sucks and that play I think should have never happened. So yeah. you have that, you have the fact that they couldn't sustain a drive 
which tired out the defense, and the Eagles exploited um, uh, what I think is is a coaching mishap. We got outcoached yesterday. I think that's the most important thing to take away, is that we didn't make enough adjustments. I said it with Miami. There's probably tape on us, and we probably haven't done anything to change it or adapt. Because when yeah. you're winning, you don't want to change. You say, oh, it's working still. Just keep going and keep doing it. Our changes <clears throat> probably have been too minimal to uh, f- for teams to be able to figure out what we're doing. And I think that's yeah. what happened. And I think now uh, now is going to be a real, real big test for Dayball and Leslie Frazier to show that they can do the right things to keep this team going. Because if nothing changes, then I'm going to be worried. If nothing changes, yeah. then we're definitely going to lose to the likes of the Steelers, the Ravens and the Broncos, and those losses yeah. can't happen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's as someone said that the every other coach now they seem to be adapting and actually looking at tape and seeing how they're going to exploit us. I, I guess say if if Peterson's a starter, <laughs> you're going to probably see. Redskins try and do a few, take a few leaves out of the um, the Eagles playbook, get him on screens, get him on um, the inside runs, and who's going to stop him if we can't stop um, Miles Saunders and um, Jordan Howard? I yeah, think... I mean the the linebackers are going to have to pick up a lot of slack hmm. uh, if the defensive tackles can't make plays, and I mean... then teams will be able to really take advantage of us in the play action. Areas. Yeah. So it's, that's there, there, there's there's trouble there, but um, you know this is McDermott's forte. Foray, it is you know he's good at this thing. I'm really starting to lose it. Uh, um, no. I, I, he's going to do everything he can to fix this because this is what he cares about the most, which is our yeah. defense. Looking looking at the defensive stats, who was the um the top tackler on oh, the Bills defense? Oh, what a play! Okay, sorry. Who was the top tackler on the um on the defense for the Bills? Who do you, you know think? What? I bet you it was like Micah Hyde. Nope. All right, now I have to go look it up. It was it was Matt Milano. 30, okay. 13 total, ten solos, three tackles for a loss. Mm-hmm. Second was Tremaine Edwards, nine total, seven solo. Then you've got Jordan Poyer. Micah Hyde, Trey White. Then you get your first defensive tackle in Ed Oliver with five total tackles, three solo. Then Levi Wallace. Well, I'm not. I'm not looking for my defensive tackles to make those t- tackles. I need them to disrupt the backfield so our linebackers can make those tackles. So uh, for forever, my de- I, when I'm looking and evaluating a a a, a nose tackle. It's not counting stats. It's not individual stats. It's what can they do to make the rest of the defense's job easier? Yeah, I mean, and, I will... and right now they're not getting that pressure on the run game at all. I mean, Jordan Phillips has been fantastic at getting to the quarterback. Ed Oliver has been fantastic at eating up double teams and allowing for Shaq Lawson and Jerry Hughes to get to the quarterback. But yeah. Run defense needs to be addressed, and I think that it's not as bad 
yesterday if the offense can just sustain some drives. I mean, forever I've been talking about how important it is that we are a complete team. Everybody on offense and defense does their job. There's no one to rely on because the defense needs the offense to sustain drives and vice versa. The defense will, will needs to get the offense in good positioning because you can't rely on the offense to keep you in a game anymore. And I mean, all season and you can't going forward, I think rely on the defense to keep you in games. Yeah. I mean, so everyone needs to be accountable for themselves and for each other and do their job or else if one of the two has an off game, then uh Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, put it this way, I saw, I think it was either the last two seasons, or like, well, this whole tenure of Sean McDermott, he's let five 200-yard-plus rushing games for the opposition with his defence, five in three years, where the last previous four head coaches, they only had four. So you're going back, what, you're going back from Rex Ryan, you're going back to um, Changeli, Love of God of Me, Jip Jerome. And oh my God. It's been so bad. So, and even this at Carol- such a good situation we're in right now, and we're upset. Yeah. I mean, even in- does anybody in- want to go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick and Changeli? Does anybody want to go back to Tyrod Taylor and Rex Ryan? I mean, this is the best team that we've had in years. Let's act like it. You know, we're trying to get rid of everybody. I mean, are we crazy? Let's pump the brakes. I mean, I don't know how many times I need to say that. Uh, I mean, we can talk. We're starting to repeat ourselves because there's just a lot of frustration because we've been hearing so much about everybody. And I guess it's just... To go back to my original point, and this is the number one thing that I'm saying today, it's good that we're upset about this loss because usually it's, ugh, yep, we lost, obviously, but we had expectations of winning and we didn't. And it's, mm. I think we've earned it because we have a good football team. Let's act like it. Yeah. I think, and also going on this last thing I'll say on, on that, in McDermott, six years as defensive coordinator at um, Carolina, they had five or more 200-yard rushing against. But it's, as I say, it probably is a case that maybe is, since Harry Phillips has um, has actually gone on IR, that they've got a little worse. Because, to be honest, he was playing a blinder when he was actually given the reps. Yeah, but, I mean, he definitely made... Uh, improvements this season big time but I let's say we, we are rambling a little bit too much um, on this I think we've gone um, but I not just for the trade deadline thing that I'm going to put out there but I want to hear because I've seen so many people as I say so many people seem to be moaning that we're 5-2 and two, we've lost a game we should have won that game and we've got all this, um, all these, in inverted commas, holes. I want to put it out there, and I want, I'll tweet it out, I'll put it on Facebook, email us in, message us, or anything like that. I want you guys to be the general manager 
for the off season, regardless of what what we finish as, where we finish nine seven, thirteen and three, eleven and five, whatever. Put yourself in Brandon Bean's shoes. What would you do in that off season draft and free agent wise? And actually tweet us it, DM us it, put on Facebook, tag um, tag in the Facebook group, email it to info at ukbillsmafia.co.uk. I want to hear them and we'll probably put some of the best ones out on the podcast. I want to hear all the people that are saying that, that we're going downhill, how everything's going wrong, it's all Josh Allen's fault, no one else's fault. How would you solve it as a GM, not just for, say, trade deadline, but in the off-season? So I'll put that out. I'd love to hear hear responses for that. <laughs> would you but, rather have – if we had Jimmy Garoppolo, do you think we win that Eagles game? Yes. He hasn't. He hasn't had to – He's, He's got the exact this. same stats as Josh Allen does this season. True. But how many did he... Oh, yeah, I saw that. But how many... He it's didn't have any... They're 7-0. and oh. I mean, they're 7-0 and oh with nothing from the quarterback position. Yeah. they And they ride, they're riding on a good defense. Yeah. So you look at it, you look at it one way is the, the, the Niners are the Bills. But then they but got... Almost Then luckier, they didn't have to run it. You know? Yeah. They've been able to run it a lot easier at the moment. Than, and I think that's on their coordinator. Have. I think we need to get Singletary more involved. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just going to go back when you said about look up Cooper Cooper Cup stats. I had to when you said that I had to look it up. It was inflated. They've now been inflated. I mean, his first year, um, eight hundred sixty-nine on sixty-two receptions. Um, played eight games last year, 566 on 40. Okay, this year, 58, 792. That's inflated because of the 220. And we know Cincinnati... He's got five games with over 100 yards. Yeah, Joe... He's got, if, he's got games... He's got three games of, of nine or more catches. His yeah, he's catch, also... His catch percentage is over 90 in a few... In, in a game... Dude, no, oh, okay. We should percentage. argue about this after the show. Nobody wants to hear us argue about Cooper <laughs> Cup because he's not on our team. But yeah. anyway, um, but. I just want, yeah, let us know if you're panicking or if you're on a Monday now or if you're listening Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, have you cooled off? Where mm. are you at now? Let us know on Twitter or Facebook. Where are you at now? Sunday, it was a. You know, I, I was miserable. We probably all were miserable. Are you frustrated? Are you upset? Is it the end? Have we been exposed as frauds? What's your feeling about the rest of the season? Yeah, yeah, we'll put that out there, and then let's say we'll give we'll get the answers on the um on the uh, I'm gonna say it right this time the preview. There we go. Preview show of the um of the Redskins game. Um, hopefully we can bounce. We'll bounce back on there, regardless of who we've played this year. It, the the old fashioned saying is that you can only beat what is put in front of you. Yeah, 
So regardless if we have to play... Another cliche, you know, they're all men fighting for their jobs, fighting for their lives. There's no easy win in the NFL. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's just like the Premier League, like Liverpool right now at the moment. They're top. Okay, they've only drawn, drawn one game. But are you saying that's because they're good? Maybe. Possibly. But it's who they're playing against. You've seen some of the results. It's different results. You play who you play. You play who's in yeah. front of you. One team could beat, well, let's look at Leicester Southampton. Leicester won 9 0. You can wow. beat what's front. Yeah. You can only beat what's in front of you. On another day, that could be reversed. Southampton yeah. could win it. You just play who you're playing in front of you. It's the same in the NFL. You can you can only play who's put in you. If you if your opposition have got injuries, you just deal with it. You play it. If you lose to them, you should have no excuses. You should just put your hands up and say, We played who we played. We played who was in front of us. We weren't good enough. I don't say don't blame one particular person for everything that goes wrong. I mean, it's... I'm not going to get back on it because I've already ranted earlier about it. Yeah, I mean, look, we're frustrated. Our shows are clearly better when we win. So let's let's take some time. Let's, let's, Let's all calm down. Let's get ready for the Redskins. Let's start to feel better about where we're at at 5-2, and two, still in the playoffs. If you need okay. to feel better, turn the Sabres game on. We're crushing it right now. And let's and just all take a collective sigh of relief. We're 5-2, and two, still in the playoffs. Things are looking good. Josh Allen is getting better. The stats don't lie. Let's move on. Yeah, and I'll leave, before I sign off, I'll leave it again with that quote by Marv Levy. Fight on, my men, Sir Andrew said. A little I am hurt, but I'm not yet slain. I'll just lie down and bleed a while. Then I'll rise and fight again. We're not down and out. We've only lost two games against probably two teams that we may have been expected to lose again. We'll we'll, we'll take it. We'll lie down. We'll bleed for that week. But we'll just rise and go again next week and hopefully beat the um, the Redskins to go 6-2. and two. Yep. So, right. So for that, it is um, rant over, <laughs> and it is uh, for this time. Until next time, keep reviewing, listening, subscribing, and uh, for me, Matt, Alex, getting excited over the Sabers game. Uh, it's good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Thank you for listening. Go Sabers and go Bills. Go Bills. Not us. Not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.